there's a, a bunch of confusion out there with regard to what you may and may not do from a travel perspective, only because the rules affect you if you are vaccinated one way, if you're not vaccinated another way, uh, if you have a vaccine that's not been approved by the uh, Canada Health people or Health Canada people, that's uh, a whole other thing that you have to deal with. There are a lot of things to deal with. So we thought we'd get somebody who knows all of the rules of the road, as it were, uh, in regards to travel uh, on with us. And it's Leslie Cater, the travel lady. How are you doing? Hi, Peter. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Well, I'm just fine. The first question that I wouldn't mind having you explore came up this week with regards to a lady who went and got a vaccine in her native China, but she lives in Canada. So mm -hmm. that's fine. You can go to China and you can get vaccine, except that their vaccine right. has never been seen by, well, I shouldn't say seen, it's never been approved. I don't think it's, there's any application mm -hmm. for approval in Canada. And so when it comes to things like moving back and forth to the States or traveling out of Canada, entering Canada, it's to the, to mm -hmm. the appropriate authorities, she's just not a vaccinated person, right? Right, exactly. I mean, there are only certain vaccines that are approved by Canada to enter. And, uh, you know, if you don't have those, even though you've double vaccinated maybe somewhere outside of the country, and those four, just to uh, recap, are Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, Covishield, and Johnson & Johnson. Now, it's difficult for people who are overseas, and I applaud them for having rushed off and got double vaccinated because that's the first step in, in uh, protecting ourselves. But it's really tough when they want to come to Canada to visit relatives or to return as Canadian citizens to find that they have to do that rotten quarantine. Yeah, if you're not vaccinated, you have to quarantine. I know, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. going to take a specific example that uh, I know of. I know a person who lives in the United States. She holds mm -hmm. Canadian citizenship, but also holds American citizenship. Her husband right. is vaccinated. She's one of the people who says, I'm not taking any vaccine. I That's a personal choice. And she has reasons yes. for it, and I'm not going to get into those. The bottom line is, she has a reason to have to come back to Canada. What happens to her when she gets to the border? Well, I would say that unless she can prove that she's got serious medical reasons and she could be exempt from the vaccination, then she's going to have to go ahead and do the uh, hotel quarantine, do the day eight test, and uh, then continue to quarantine at a approved place for the full 14 days. So that applies not just to the person I'm speaking of, but anybody who has decided to resist taking any shots can come to yes. Canada. I, I can't say anybody from anywhere in the world. The first thing that, that happens when you come, if you're a Canadian, is you'll be asked uh, to present your letter saying you are negative COVID. That's the first thing they want to see. And even if yes. you haven't taken the vaccine, the likelihood is you're negative COVID, so you can walk in the door. But if you don't have mm -hmm. the proof of vaccination, you're going to have to quarantine. I don't even know if they have those those hotels anymore. They might make you quarantine somewhere else, but you have to quarantine. You have to quarantine. And this is the whole purpose of the Arrive Can app, because it walks you through those steps, all the things that you have to upload. And even if you are double vaccinated and you have a negative 
pre-arrival COVID test. You still have to enter into the app what your plan is for your 14-day quarantine, just in case your arrival test shows up negative. So I didn't know that. I, I did come back into Canada recently. I did, and I was just before the July 5th deadline, so I had to right. quarantine, and I knew I was going to have to quarantine. So I, mm-hmm. I figured my entry of my quarantine plans into that document were just for then, and that would stop on the 5th. You're saying that regardless of the fact that you don't have to quarantine, you must have a plan so that in the uh, event that they call you and say your test is positive, uh, you must quarantine immediately. You have to have a place to go where you can sleep and eat and be safe. And that's exactly right, because remember the arrival tests in some occasions are not given at the airport. They are given for you to take home and then you have to send it in. So if it, if they receive that and it's positive, they know exactly where to find you. They've got all your details on your arrive can. That's how they're trying to keep track of this. Okay, we haven't mentioned uh, normalized, I won't say normal people because there are a lot of normal people who may not have gotten the vaccine, but normalized people are people who have gone out, gotten the two shots, are not showing any signs of COVID, are coming back into Canada with proof of the fact that they got Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, or AstraZeneca, and they have a letter from somewhere outside of Canada saying the last 72 hours they've been tested, it's a PCR test, and they have tested negative. Mm -hmm. That's the only way you get in without quarantining. That's exactly right. Okay. That's exactly right. And and also there's been a little bit of confusion, Peter, on the the test, the PCR test, because some countries will accept an antigen test when you enter, for example, the USA. So coming back in when you're overseas somewhere and you get in that test, you need to double check that it is a PCR test. Otherwise, uh, you will have to quarantine if it's not the right test. You know what, Leslie? This that's that's of that's of consequence because if you go get an antigen test, they're reasonably cheap, and if you go get a PCR test, they're reasonably expensive. They are indeed. I've been looking at prices myself, and you're probably looking at around 150 US dollars for the PCR test to come 200. back in. So. <laughs> Yeah, so it's 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 created a whole different scenario. And for us in the travel agency business, it, everything takes so much longer because there's so many boxes to check off. Okay, there's one last thing that I think we should address, and that has to do with a comment mm-hmm. made by Prime Minister Trudeau yesterday. He was asked by a, a reporter yes. what would become of unvaccinated tourists. In other words... You're, I don't know, a 20-year-old and you're going to travel the world before you become a serious adult. And this has always been done, always probably will be done. Mm -hmm. And uh, you come over from some country in Europe, pick one, Germany. And uh, you're uh, an anti-vax person as far as the COVID is concerned. You show up at Canada. Uh, Maybe you got hold of a letter on the other side uh, and presented it to your Mm -hmm. your, uh, airline because airlines, all they want is proof that you don't have COVID. They don't care if you're vaccinated. Right. So you get mm-hmm. on the plane because you have a letter. You show up in Canada, and the Canadians say, let me see your letter. That's the first question. And you present the letter, and they say, that's mm-hmm. fine. Let me see your proof of vaccination. Don't believe in vaccination. What's happening? Yeah, well, first of all, they're going to have to quarantine. 
But let's say if you've got that person who doesn't have money uh, to quarantine, or even if it's provided by the government, you're doing a 14-day quarantine. Well, after that, technically then, if they've done the quarantine, they're not vaccinated, but their test turns out negative, then they should be allowed to enter Canada. However, that's not what Prime Minister Trudeau said. What he said was, <laughs> unvaccinated tourists will not be welcome in Canada for quite a while. His words, not mine. Yes. Yes, exactly. I saw that headline too. And I thought, mm, here we go. The devil is in the detail here. So you have to have support there for the people who are administering this situation, be it uh, travel agents who are booking tickets in, be it the border people, they need guidance and they need reassurance as to the steps we're going. Uh, so much so that I attended a webinar yesterday with uh, Public Health and they have gone a long way to preparing um, infographics just with all the steps because we know it's complicated and it keeps changing. Okay, well, Prime Minister Trudeau has been pretty clear. You come here without a vaccination, however you make your way, uh, you're not coming in for, quote, quote, quite a while. Thank you, Leslie Hader. Thank you very much, Peter. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to talk to Leslie Hader, Cater, who is the travel lady and a travel expert and uh, talking a little bit about vaccines. I might. It's worth noting that Quebec today announced that uh, they're going ahead with a, um, a vaccine passport. And Quebec, you know, Quebec does what Quebec wants and what, what Quebec thinks is good for Quebec. I know that uh, that same question was asked of our health minister, Christine Elliott, earlier in the week. And she said, that's going to be a federal matter. And I imagine it's going to have to be addressed and reasonably soon. But uh, we leave it to the feds to do it. Well, not in Quebec. They don't leave it to the feds. They're doing their own thing. This is the next big thing. Mark my words, it's the thing we're going to talk about the most where we're relating to COVID. And that is people want to move around and in some cases have to move around. And different countries have all of these different ideas. It's the vaccine passport. We've alluded to it for a year and a half, but it's coming. And it's coming to Ontario probably with the government of Canada's logo on the top of it.